customers, I thought as I took the next call. I'd been a customer service representative for five years. The only really good thing that came with the job was the free cable and internet. As I answered the caller on hold, I waved to my returning co-worker, Gloria. She always tried to pop her head over my cubicle and make conversation between calls. But I wasn't interested. I kept it at, good morning, hello, and see you tomorrow. I was more of a loner. I barely spoke to my supervisor, Delphine. I kept to myself, and I didn't have a lot of friends. My kids kept me busy enough. I didn't have time for catty, petty, drama-filled women. That was why I didn't deal with any of the women on my job. I'd seen it happen so many times. Two co-workers were besties. Then the next thing you knew, they were enemies telling everybody on the job each other's business. No thanks. The same women that ran to your desk with juicy news about someone would do the same thing to you. I came to work and then went home to my babies. Corey, who was three months old, Nasir, who was five, and Jewel, who was nine. After work, the pending test was still on my mind. I just couldn't wait until all the dumbness was over. I just wanted to be happy. Ever since I was a young kid, all I had ever wanted was to have a family and be happily married like my parents. My mom and dad had been together for 35 years. You'd think I'd follow in their footsteps, but it was hard for me to stay with anyone for more than a few years. I had three kids and three different baby fathers. The minute I told someone this, they automatically formed a negative opinion of me. Sometimes it bothered me, but most times it didn't. I hadn't planned for it to turn out like this. I had really believed that I was going to be with each one of my children's fathers forever. But it didn't happen that way. So I just got up and went to work every single day and provided for my children as best I could. Jason, who was my oldest daughter Jules' father, and I were together from 8th grade until I was 21. Jason got locked up when I was 7 months pregnant. When he first went away, I did the jail thing, the visits, sending letters, putting money on his books. But he eventually told me to stop. He said he didn't want to hold me back and to go and live my life. That was 8 years ago. He still had another seven years to go before he got out. Then there was Maurice, my son Nasir's dad. I really cared about Maurice. He was very smart and motivated. I met him in the coffee shop down the street from my job. We were truly opposites. He was working on his third degree while I had finished only high school. Initially, we were inseparable. He taught me so much about the world and I really thought we had a chance. I was in love with him, but something about our relationship couldn't work. I think it was because Maurice saw me as his little project, like I was his ghetto girl whom he was going to refine. I wouldn't have minded being his project, but he wasn't trying to make me a better person. He was trying to mold me into something that I wasn't. After a while, I got tired of him talking down to me. He wasn't physically abusive, but I knew he would never consider me his equal.
His treatment of me probably bordered on emotional abuse. He rarely gave me money for Nasir, and he married some older woman, so I just acted like he didn't exist. And lastly, there was Kenneth, the deadbeat baby daddy of my youngest child, Corey. In my defense, I could honestly say that Kenneth begged and pleaded with me to have his child. I loved my daughter, but I I wasn't ready to be a mom again. I was actually on birth control, but obviously it didn't work. I had planned on aborting her, but Kenneth cried. The man actually shed tears, whole tears, trying to make me feel guilty. He said, you had two babies for dudes that didn't love you. I'm the one here with you, loving you and your kids. But you want to kill my baby? So I caved and went through with the pregnancy. At first it seemed like we were...